The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. Welcome to another program with Truths to Live By, a ministry of Harriman Baptist Tabernacle in Harriman, Tennessee. You're listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. I pray we would be a blessing to you today. With our Bibles open today to Psalm 124, we'll look at this psalm together after a word of prayer. Father, I come now in Jesus' name. Thank you for this day. Thank you for the Word of God and for the opportunity to preach from your Word one more time. Please help us in the application of this psalm for our lives today. Give us strength from your word to carry on another mile. In Jesus' name I pray, and for his sake, amen and amen. Psalm 124, verse number 1. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, now may Israel say, If it had not been the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us, Then they had swallowed us up quick, when their wrath was kindled against us. Then the waters had overwhelmed us. The stream had gone over our soul. Then the proud waters had gone over our soul. Blessed be the Lord, who hath not given us as a prey to their teeth. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken, and we are escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Now, this psalm that we just read together is one of those songs of degrees. It stands within a group of 15 that have been referred to as a little psalter all on their own. These are psalms, uh, no doubt, collated by Hezekiah during that time of the Assyrian invasion. The words of Graham Scroggie say this, The whole collection 
breathes a spirit of strong and simple trust in God, which is expressed in declaration and supplication. Well put, Brother Scroggy. As one reads this psalm, he is made to think of the sovereignty of God, the providence of God, the protection of God, and the provision of God. It is the Lord who is on our side. This means that God is interested in us. He cares what happens to us. He is always watching over us. God is there to direct us, to defend us, and to deliver us. He is there to comfort us, to cheer us, and to console us. He is our shepherd. He is our shield. He is our shelter from the storm. It is not just anyone who is on our side, but the Lord who is for us. And if God be for us, then who can be against us? Now, I don't want to bypass and fail to say that this is a psalm for Israel, and they are giving glory and praise unto the Lord for the fact that He did not deliver them all over as a prey to their enemies. I'm not sure what the circumstance was in David's life when he wrote this psalm. Maybe when he went to face the giant Goliath, he said, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side. Maybe when he fled from King Saul, he said, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side. Maybe when he faced the lion, when he faced the bear, there in the lonely hills of the wilderness as the young shepherd boy, he would later write, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side. Maybe when he fled from Absalom, he would have wrote, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side. I do not know the circumstances surrounding the psalm in the life of David, but he wrote this psalm, and what a blessing it is to read and learn from today. So the psalmist reviews the past in verses 1 through 5, but then he rejoices in the present, verses 6, 7, and 8. With a note of thanksgiving in his heart, the psalmist looks back over his life in reflection and meditation. David remembers the situation at hand. Hezekiah remembers the situation at hand, but also there was the sovereign at work. Yes, because of the Lord, the psalmist could say, we're still here. We've not been swallowed up. We've not been swept away. So we see then the potential for and the possibility of disaster. Verse 1, if. Verse 2, if. These words are repeated. If. It had not been the Lord, if it had not been the Lord. The, the psalmist remembered how it felt when the enemy had risen up in his strength and stirred himself against the nation. It felt as though any minute sudden destruction would come. The people of God felt like a wounded animal, which was about to be eaten alive. They were looking calamity 
destruction, disaster, and ruin face to face. There was the imminent possibility for terrible ruin and permanent loss. Danger was all around. The possibility was that of being swallowed up. Verse 3. Then they had swallowed us up quick when their wrath was kindled against us, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side. There was the possibility of being swept away. Verse 4. Then the waters had overwhelmed us. The stream had gone over our soul, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side. Verse 5. Then the proud waters had gone over our soul, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side. That being swallowed up, you could see, they were being swallowed up alive. They were being swallowed up in anger. The enemies of God's people were breathing rapidly in great passion and in great anger until their anger burned with a hot zeal and they would have destroyed the inheritance of the Lord in the nation of Israel and done so with a great overthrow if it had not been the Lord who was on Israel's side. But then that possibility of being swept away, these frightening aspects of being swallowed up and swept away, paints very vivid pictures of being eaten alive, of being drowned and and being washed away with the flood. We see the enemy's abundance in verse 4, the overwhelming. This is an abundance. The waters came in like a galloping, conquering flood. But then the enemy's violence for the stream had would have gone over our soul. This implies that winter torrent, and it implies a narrow valley in which a brook runs, and the mine shaft off to the side there in the mountain would have been flooded, and the souls of those working would have been drowned in that place. And brethren, when we find ourselves as Israel of old did, as David of old did, when we find ourselves in a narrow place with nowhere to turn and nowhere to hide and no way to run, just about to be swept away, just about to be swallowed up, then we should say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side. Not only the enemy's abundance, the enemy's violence, but the enemy's arrogance. In verse 5, he speaks of the proud waters, waters that rush and rage with rapidity, and they rise until great billows and waves would proudly overwhelm and take all under their sway. It is from these that Israel has been delivered. Those who felt as though they were taking their last breath, breathing their last word, taking their last step, and going down for the last time, it's just then when God, when the Lord, stepped in, intervened, and turned the situation all around. And so this brings us to think about the protection and providence of the Lord. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side in that time of darkest despair and certain calamity, the Lord himself showed up and took the scene 
and brought salvation. But then the psalmist rejoices in the present. Verses 6 through 8. The reason that we are here, verses 6 and 7, he says, Blessed be the Lord. The Lord himself is the reason. His decision in verse 6, his deliverance in verse 7, he decided not to give us as a prey to their teeth. And because of his deliverance, we are escaped. But then the resource of our help, our help is in the name of the Lord. Let me take this now and apply it to our lives and say this, brethren, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, then we would have been swallowed up quick by the sea of sin, drowning in eternal destruction, going down for the last time. But then, when the waters had almost overwhelmed us, when the streams were going over our soul, when the proud waters would have sucked us under and pulled us down to the very depths, when Satan himself was laughing and squeezing his clutches even tighter, it was then we could say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side. I'm thankful for the fact that God was on my side and redeemed me and my life from destruction and rescued me from the hand of the enemy. We thank you for making this ministry a part of your day. And in closing, we want to point you to the words of our Lord in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4. He answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And truly, it is written. God's word, every word, presents us with truths to live by. You've been listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. Please send all correspondence to Truths to Live By, P.O. Box 575, Harriman, Tennessee, 37748. Or you can email us at bmarkcooley at gmail.com. And finally, brethren, pray for us.